Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another life-changing episode of Grogan's Bullyproof, where we're kicking life with bullyproof expert, Master Rich Grogan. As a master martial artist and sixth-degree black belt with 40 years' experience, I've spent my life empowering kids and adults with hope and the courage and confidence to believe in themselves, to overcome their fears and battle through their challenges, to stand up to any bully they're facing, either real or in their mind. And now I've got the opportunity to share these messages with you each and every week. So get ready as we go on this life-changing journey together to become bullyproof and to live our best kick in life. Greetings, everyone. Master Grogan here. Hope you're having a fantastic day. So I got the sleeveless you get on today yeah well i just finished a um uh two-day course actually it was extended it was a in live course with uh, tom ziegler and the ziegler speaker institute just trying to add another bit of knowledge in here on how to become a better presenter better speaker a better storyteller and just a better way of connecting with the audiences here on facebook lives on my podcast the video blogs and when i go out and give speeches as well <laughs> uh, right now of course most of the speeches are done uh, like this behind a computer for um, you know through zoom and, and other outlets but anyway I'm here and uh, I wanted to talk to you today about, if you read the title, you know what it's about. And it's kind of, uh, oh, I don't know, a little bit of what I talked about with my Ziggler presentation. And it's about defeating the bully within. And now, the best way to defeat the bully within is to stop feeding it, right? Yeah. And of course, that sounds so simple. And I mean, truthfully, it is. But the things that are simple to do and very easy to do, they are also very hard not to do. I know. Think about it. And there's my man Mark jumping up on the screen. He was one of the Ziegler uh, family members on the class today. Boom, boom. He roughed it up and did a great job with his presentation. But yeah, that's the thing. Uh, the things that are easy to do, they're also easy not to do. I mean, we know that what we put in is what we're going to get out, right? And not only here, you know, you put crappy food in, you're not going to feel good. It'd be like putting dirt in your engine block of your car. It's not going to run very well, right? You got to put the right nutrients in your body in order to make it function well. Well, most important, this right here, Mark's comment, thanks, buddy, appreciate you. Um, and here, man, this, this is what makes it all work, right? Yeah. I mean, and, and here's the thing. I know, and this is kind of what I brought up during the speech. You look at me here, and I'm wearing my Superman suit, right? I'm wearing my uniform, so I'm bulletproof. And I've never been much of a comic book kind of guy, but uh, uh, if I had a superhero, and I talked about this earlier today, I guess it would be Superman. Why? You know, the Man of Steel. He stands proud and tall and confident, and negativity bounces off him, right? Like the arrows of negativity and the bullets, boing, 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 bounce off. And that's what I talk about, about the ABCs to become bullyproof, and that's one big way of defeating that bully. And uh, um, believe in who God made you to be, right? You're one in seven point, uh, what is it, well, one in 7.6 billion people on this planet, and roughly 330 million people in the United States alone. You're unique. God gave you a gift that nobody else, I mean nobody else has. There's my buddy Herbie Bagwell, what's up brother? Love you, man. I haven't seen you. I see your post, but uh, I've been defeating the bully within by staying off Facebook and Instagram uh, by less than 10 to 15 minutes. Boom. Now, I had to set the alert a little different today so I could do this Facebook Live. But anyway, back 
to what I was talking about, about defeating that bully within and that bullyproof armor, that's that confidence and that belief in yourself. But all that starts right here, what we plant. Ah, amen to you, brother. Uh, what we plant here, now think about a garden. Now we know whatever seeds we plant in that garden, whatever the seed is, that's the harvest we're gonna get. And I, and I talk about this a lot. If we plant strawberry seeds, what are we gonna get? Strawberries. We plant onion seeds, what are we gonna get? Onions, right? Well, the same thing here. We plant positive thoughts. We plant inspirational thoughts, motivational thoughts, empowering thoughts, Christian thoughts. I'll tell you what, those are the, that's the harvest we're gonna have. However, we plant self-defeating thoughts, ugliness, well, welcome, uh, racism and hatred toward another person because of anything, their skin color, their hair color, the way they're, uh, uh, the physique of their body. That's shaming, that's no good for anybody, right? But you plant those thoughts in your mind in your middle garden, that's what you're gonna focus on and that's what's gonna harvest and that's what's gonna grow and that's who you're going to be. And what does that, what does that do? That feeds that bully within, that feeds that fear, that feeds that self-doubt, that feeds that ugliness. And, and it, what you feel like in here is what you're gonna project out there. You know, oftentimes people talk about, you know, what they're gonna do to fix the world. They're gonna fix this, they're gonna fix that. And that's great, man. Oh my gosh. I mean, that's something I've been working on for a long, long time. But when I really started making a, a, a profound impact is when I started fixing me, helping me become my very, very best. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I went from kind of being, I don't know, say a selfish person, but always wanting to be in the spotlight, always wanting the attention, always trying to impress my dad, always trying to impress others just to prove that I was somebody, right? Yeah, that's what I wanted to do to a person that, you know what? I want to do my best to help out others. How can I best do that? And I started doing that, which was, it's admirable. It's great. It's good. But I kind of forgot to, about taking care of myself. I got a little overweight. Uh, I started having some health issues. I don't talk about these a lot because I mean, there's people have far worse problems going on than I'll ever have. But I stopped taking care of myself. And one of my mentors hit me with a wham, right hook of reality. And then boom, left uppercut of truth. And he said, hey man, why are you disrespecting everybody you're supposed to help? I'm like, dude, what are you, what are you talking about? Disrespecting everybody's supposed to help. I give everything I've got. Heck, I don't even get sleep a lot of times. You know, and, and uh, I stay up late and I get up early and you know, a lot of times I don't eat properly. And he goes, that's exactly my point. He said, when's the last time you had more than seven hours of sleep? When's the last time you had some shutdown time? When's the last time you seriously watched your nutrition? When's the last time you uh, worked out consistently? When's the last time you had a massage for crying out loud? I'm like, uh, I'll, 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 you know, I'm speechless. He says, my point is, if you're not at your best, if you're not 100%, you can't serve at 100%. So even though, you know, I've truly, my heart was given everything I had, the truth of the matter is, I was only given 50% because that's all I had in the tank to give. Now, I was given 100% of that 50%, but reality, I was cheating people out of the other 50% of me. So I was truly only giving them half of what I had because that's all I had to give. So take care of this first, this first, what you put in here, what you put in here, and then spiritually, what you put in your heart, because you can't give what you don't have. So I mentioned about kind of being selfish before and always thinking about myself first to want to help out others. So what I found, you know, there's a balance. There is a balance. You know, don't be selfish and self-centered that don't think the world revolves around only you. That's the bully within talking, right? Now the bully within doesn't only 
talk and try and bring you down with negativity and limited beliefs, but the bully within wants you to think that you're the center of the universe and everybody should bow down to you. That bully's powerful, isn't it? And the same thing, what you feed, what you feed that bully, I mean, if you continue to feed it, feed it that negativity, what's well, gonna to continue to thrive and grow on that? So a lot of people say, well, you know what? I, I listen to motivational stuff, I listen to your podcast, I watch your video blogs, and man, it, it doesn't help. Okay, well, how often? Well, I listen to it when I'm really feeling down. Well, the thing is, when you're really feeling down, you're kind of grabbing for straws, right? <laughs> grabbing for anything. Ziegler talks about, you know, uh, bathing doesn't last. That's why we recommend it every day. Well, neither is motivation. Motivation doesn't last, just like bathing. You gotta do it every single day. You gotta prime that pump. And here, I'm a human being. You know, and uh, I'm on here, I'm energetic. I mean, I, I absolutely love doing these video blogs. I love doing my podcasts. I love giving speeches. I love just being in front of people and empowering people. I used to think my hyperactivity was a curse. You know, I used to be ashamed of myself and afraid because, well, why am I different? I, I seem to have more energy. And people would say, will you sit down? Will you calm down? You got too much energy. You got too much this and that. And I'd beat myself up because I'd let those seeds plant in my mental garden. Now I realize that's my unique gift from God. He gave me that gift to be hyperactive, to be able to achieve a level of success and be able to empower and motivate others to, to lift up when they're down. You know, no, you can't lift anybody up if, if you're lower than they are, right? Now, like I said, I've got my days when I'm down too, but I look forward to, you know what? I'm gonna serve others. And one, another one of Zig's famous quotes is, how do you get everything you want in life? By simply helping enough other people get what they want, putting others first. Now, here's an example I give all the time. We've all got our problems. If we all took our problems and put them in a giant pile together, you would probably, I know I would, want my problems back saying, you know what, I've got my share of problems. And you know, with this shutdown, it's hurt financially and it's, you know, there's a lot of stress going on, but I, I know that I'm not as, as bad off as, as a lot of other folks. So if all my problems were in a pile with yours and everybody else's, would probably say, you know what, I'm gonna go ahead and take my problems back. They're not that bad. And then what I'm gonna do is, what can I do to help you with your problems? What can I do? And a lot of times people just wanna talk, you know, encouraging, let them, let them talk. Or that little motivation, that little slap on the back saying, you know what, I get it. I'm here for you though. And because depression, anxiety, anger management, and obviously alcoholism and drug abuse is higher than it's probably ever been simply because, and I don't know all the statistics on it, but I have been doing a little more reading on it, it's high. Why? Because we're all been locked down. We're social human beings. We need to be out with one another. Yeah, so those people need that. And here's the thing, you lend an ear, you talk to somebody, I promise you're gonna forget about your problems. Now, that does not mean your problem, I'm a realist. Your problems are not just gonna go poof, magically disappear, but what will happen by you helping somebody else, not only are you gonna make them feel better, you're gonna feel good, I got a purpose, I could help somebody else. And when you go back to your problems, you're gonna go back to them with a clear mind, you're, you're gonna go back to them with a new sense of profound energy, and it's like, hey, I can help that person out and maybe solve their problems. Gosh darn, my problem's nothing. I'm gonna knock these babies out. So that's that energy it creates by once again, putting others first. As Zig says, how do you get everything in life? By helping enough other people get what they want. How does this all come together? What well, all comes together because if you don't have the courage, the confidence and a belief in yourself because that bully within is, is planting those negative seeds, that bully within keeps bringing up limiting beliefs from your past, that bully within, and I'll give you some examples. Richie, just not good enough. Richie, you're just not smart enough. Richie, you're just not tall enough, not strong enough. That just ain't gonna make it. Boy, oh boy, I heard that my whole life. And I've never been a very big person. 
you know, and now, and, 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 I, well, and some of those were family members. I get that, what they were trying to do. They were trying to let me know that the world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. As Rocky says, it's going to be a mean, nasty, ugly place. And I don't care how tough you are, it'll beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. Yeah, you mean nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you can hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, then go out and get what you're worth. But you got to be willing to take the hits. And you can't be pointing fingers saying you ain't where you want to be because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that and that ain't you. You're better than that. Woo. I love that. I hadn't really planned on going off on the Rocky speech there, but it kind of hit hard. And uh, essentially, that's kind of the, uh, without the exact verbiage there, a lot of things that dad would say to me growing up. You know, he, he, dad's a Vietnam vet, and he was wounded horribly in Vietnam. And he knew the world wasn't all sunshine and rainbows. He knew it was tough. I mean, I'm talking, we grew up on a farm at eight years old. I'm out there milking a cow. We had a milk cow, for crying out loud, and shoveling horse poo out of the stalls and bailing hay. And then in the wintertime, the horse trough would freeze. I had to break that thing up with a sledgehammer. It was tough. Now others had it much tougher. At least I had a roof to, to be under. And uh, my parents were always very giving. Uh, they gave far more than they ever had growing up. But it was tough. And that was kind of what he wanted to plant in my head is, you know, almost like that Johnny Cash song, A Boy Named Sue. Oftentimes I feel like it could have been a boy named Richie. His dad was like, he was an overload truck driver. So he was gone a lot. And he's pretty much, look, I'm going to toughen you up because if I don't, the world's going to eat you alive. So there it is. But anyway, I bring all that up once again because I've still got some of those things that circulate in my mind. I mean, people often comment, man, I wish I, you know, you look so confident and so you know, courageous doing these video blogs and doing these speeches and doing this podcast. And, and yeah, I mean, that's truly, I, 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 from you know, anything you do over and over and over again, you get better at it. Uh, real quick, I, somebody asked about how do you do the video blogs and look so so natural, and I'm always grateful for the compliments, of course. Uh, and then, of course, I get some negativity, too. But, you know, I said, hey, it's just, I look back at some of the first ones I did, and they were not very good. So the advice I give is, look, you're going to suck at anything new until you don't suck anymore. <laughs> That's all there is to it. I mean, think about when you first, and you, you don't remember this, but when you first started to learn how to, uh, tried to learn how to walk, you weren't very good. You kept crashing and burning, but you were committed. You did it. Now you're walking around everywhere. Same thing with feeding yourself. First time you're feeding yourself, you had food up your nose and in your eyeballs and all over your face. You weren't very good at it, but you got better. Well, some of you have. I've went out to dinner, with, uh, lunch with a few of you, and you probably still use some work on that feeding yourself. Of course, I'm being silly. But uh, anything new, you're not going to be good at it at first. So just know that you're going to probably suck at it until you don't suck anymore. And then uh, you continue to get more comfortable and you continue to get better at it and you move forward. But anyway, like I said, it kind of wrapping it all back around there. Um, my whole thing is those, those, those things that were planted in your mental garden years and years and years ago, the bully within is going to go to those. They're going to try and bring those out. They're going to remind you that, yeah, in third grade, somebody told you you weren't smart enough. In fourth grade, I had a teacher that tell me that, man, you got a reading problem. I mean, she didn't say it like that. That's how I heard it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wow. It's like, okay. And, uh, um, you know, uh, playing hockey growing up. I wasn't very big. Our coach said, ah, you're just not big enough. You're just not, uh, just not tall enough. Yeah, just not talented enough. Now, those scars are there. I mean, the truth is, I don't want by lying to me. And, and they probably said it in a more delicate manner. Well, probably not back in the 70s. But <laughs> anyway, but that's, those sometimes pop up. 
So even though I've got you know the, the bullyproof armor on, I feel confident if I don't watch it, if I don't watch it, I can sometimes feel like that little insecure kid, that little kid that's just craving attention, that little kid that's still trying to impress dad, you know? I know my dad loves me. I love him more than anything. I love him more now that I'm a little more mature than I used to be. And I understand that he did the very best he could do. Matter of fact, you know, uh, Austin said something to me the other day, my, my son Austin, about that uh, was always hard on him and Madeline and Emmett. And it's not mean hard, it's loving hard. And uh, he said to me, he's 20 years old, he goes, Dad, I know I don't say this enough, but uh, I, I love you. I love you too, buddy. It always hits my heart. <laughs> and he goes, but I, I love the way you, you brought me up. I didn't understand it. You were tough on me. You were hard on me. You wouldn't let me give up. You always pushed me to do more. And on the baseball field, I always had to run extra. On a football field, baseball field, I always had to run a little more than everybody else. You always made me take a few more swings, a few more ground balls. And tackling, you always had me hit the sled a little more. In martial arts, I always had to do the forms two and three and four more times. You always had me kick the bags more. I never understood that. You always demanded eye contact and discipline and calling adults by their last name, never by their first name, Mr. or Mrs. I didn't get all that but now I see a lot of other kids my age I get it now and here at the Academy when adults walk in and, and they talk to me and they show me the respect uh, I, I feel important I feel good and I said well buddy that's because you've earned it you're doing all the things that unfortunately your generation just isn't doing and I, I often talk about it's easier than ever to stand out in the crowd make eye contact put your device away you know right I guess right now handshaking things a little out but uh, you know shake hands and I don't mean this in any sexist way, but shake hands like a man, you know? Don't just barely, here, boom. And what that means is a firm handshake means, hey, I believe in you. I, and it doesn't mean squeeze their hand off, but it's just a good mutual connection. And make the eye contact and talk to them with respect. Not, yeah, nah, you know, man. No, with respect, eye contact. Yes, sir, no, sir, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. Those little bitty things. But anyway, I want to get on here today and talk to you about, I'm excited because I just finished up with the, the Ziegler Speaker Training uh, Institute, like I mentioned, and that's why I kind of wore this to give my presentation, but also talk to you about, you know, I'm a human being too. I've battled my bouts of depression, anxiety, and anger management. I, I, I often don't talk about these things, but I've had my struggles with that as well, and that's because that, little, that bully within was winning the battle. It was reminding me of all the limiting beliefs that I wasn't good enough and people used to laugh at me and make fun of me and I was bullied. And I look back now and I realize, and this is what I present to my kids, the bully within allows the bullies out there to bully you. You conquer this bully within, you can conquer anything out there. You know, if you think about a ship on water, the ship surrounded by water doesn't sink. It only sinks when the water gets inside. That's when the ship sinks. Well, the same thing. There's a lot of toxic waste and toxic energy and yuck out there. If it gets in here, that's going to sink you. Just like the example I mentioned earlier, you pour dirt in your engine block of your car, <laughs> ain't going to run very well, right? But every day we allow dirt and garbage and vile ugh, in here. And then it travels into here. And before we know it, it's coming out of here. Yeah, all we're doing is adding more toxic waste to the world. Now, I don't, I don't stand for anybody being rude, disrespectful, mean, uh, um, prejudiced, racial against any, I mean, that, that's, that's just, there's something wrong inside. I bring that up because the person that's spitting out this toxic venom and ugliness and poison, just think about, they're the vessel that's carrying that poison around. Yeah, so maybe say a prayer for them. 
but don't allow them to get in here. Don't allow them to get in here. Put on your bullyproof armor and block that garbage out. Plant the right seeds in your mental garden. Start off the day with daily affirmations, looking in the mirror, looking eye to eye with that, that, that bully that's looking right back at you and say, no, not today, not today. I'm better than this. I can, I will, I am my very best. I can, I will, I am gonna have a great day. I can, I will, I am gonna empower and inspire and motivate somebody else to help them have a better day. It's amazing. How do you get everything you want in life? By simply helping enough other people get what they want. And uh, today on the, on the Ziegler, when I was giving my presentation and my speech, <laughs> my favorite quote of all times from Ziegler, and it just happens to be Tom Ziegler's favorite quote too. Yeah, feel pretty good about that. I, I, I goofed it. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, during my presentation. But anyway, what it is, it, it goes along with everything we're talking about here, about planting the right seeds in, 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 in your mind there, planting the right seeds in your mental, the most fertile garden on the planet. It's here, right? Yeah, because then it travels to here. Yeah, and these two are work pretty independent with one another. Well, independent, but then codependent, I guess that would be, right? So anyway, the quote is, you are where you are and what you are by what's gone into your mind. You can change where you are and what you are by changing what goes into your mind. Think about that for a minute. Gets back to the example of what you plant. If you want strawberries, what kind of seeds do you have to plant? Strawberry seeds, we all know that, yeah. If I plant onion seeds in the ground, it doesn't matter what kind of war dance I do and what I do to beg and pray for strawberries. That's not the seed I planted, man. I planted straw or onions, onion seeds. So what am I gonna get? Onions, yeah. If I want strawberries, I gotta plant strawberry seeds. I want positivity and motivation and inspiration and spirituality. I gotta plant the right seeds. I can't plant the toxic waste that's all over social media. I know this is on social media and, I, and that's why I enjoy being able to do this on the platform. But if you've got some people in your life, on your friend page, on your friend feed, that just do nothing but bring you down, get you angry, where you just wanna go, ah, why do I read that stuff? Why do I look at that stuff? That's genuine because that's what I, I that's the battle I fight. That's why I put a little timer on my phone now. I'd override it today for this. <laughs> but 10 minutes, man, that's it. That's all I get on. Now I can cheat and override it, but I'm really trying to discipline myself not to do it uh, uh, because I, and, and here I've got, I don't know, dozens of motivational, inspirational, spiritual Bible apps on my phone. And I tell you what, for the last two or three, four months, I haven't been looking at them very often. Why? Because I've been so engaged with Instagram and Facebook and a lot of the toxic waste on there. It just sucks you in, right? It's like we're addicted to it. So anyway, I am so very grateful for your time. I see all kinds of friends popping up on the line, leaving comments here. Thank you so very much. What I've been doing lately is I've been doubling up. So I'll use my, uh, this Facebook Live and the video blog, I guess tripling up, Facebook Live, video blog, and then also sending over the producers for our podcast. Now, if you don't follow our podcast, um, this will be episode number 218. Woo, holy smokes. Uh, the Grogan's Bullyproof and Kicking Life podcast. You can find that on any app, uh, or any podcast app, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you get your apps from. That's a little monologue I'm supposed to say to remind people. <laughs> but uh, check that thing out. This is, like I said, episode number 218. So there's 217 prior to this that you can listen to. And it's the same thing. It's all about inspiration, motivation, empowerment, giving you the tools and the tips to become bullyproof 
But in order to become bulletproof, you've got to stop bullying yourself and defeat that bully within. Now, I make these very, uh, um, well, I guess I say transparent. I'm transparent. I tell you the problems I'm going through and fighting and have dealt with in the past because I know there's, uh, there's others out there, millions out there, they're probably going through the same problem. So maybe the, uh, the solution is, is something that I found that maybe hopefully will help you or help somebody else. Also, I share this so you can pass this information on to your kids because unfortunately what generally happens is the bullies we're fighting, or the, I sometimes call them the demons within, we unknowingly pass those on to our kids, and they have to fight the same battles. You know, I mentioned about a little bit of depression and anxiety and anger management. Uh, you know, and I feel like I have the, some good qualities, and I think I've passed on a lot of good qualities to my kids, uh, but I've also passed on some I wish they did, I didn't, you know. My youngest son, you know, he, he's battling and fighting, and he's doing a great job dealing with anxiety. My daughter, Madeline, you know, during this lockdown, got into a little bit of depression. Uh, and then that, those are all things that I've passed on to them, right? And uh, Austin's pretty mellow, but what he's done is he just packs everything in like I used to do and doesn't let anything out. So... I share this openly with you and be very transparent because it, it unknowingly, inherently, we pass on to our kids uh, all our good and maybe not so good traits as well. So uh, this is something I want to share with you to share with your kids because uh, we're never going to stop bullying. It's never going to happen. Uh, I'm a realist. People say, well, you're going to stop bullying. I say, well, bullying's been around since Cain and Abel. That was before my day, first two brothers that walked the earth. And bullying with social media is going to be around a lot longer than I am, and a lot longer than you are. And it's, I'm not giving up, but my, what I'm realizing is we're not going to stop it. But what we can do, what we can do is empower each other to defeat that bully within, put a stop to it in order to quit projecting it out there. And if we're able to defeat that bully within, stop that bullying, stop bullying ourselves, we're gonna be more prepared mentally, spiritually, emotionally, physically to defeat the bullies that are trying to get in here from the outside. There you go. Uh, last little thing, uh, I'm gonna paraphrase this, but Yip Man, Bruce Lee's instructor, way back in the day, told Bruce Lee, you may, told Bruce Lee this, you may conquer a thousand men, but until you conquer yourself, you're never going to be at peace. Now, that may not be the exact quote, but uh, kind of paraphrasing it. And uh, I, I often spin that a little bit more, and I say, you know, you could fight a thousand battles. You could defeat a, a, a thousand enemies. You could defeat a thousand people. But until you defeat that bully within, until you stop bullying yourself, you're never going to truly be at peace. So there you go. All right, folks. Well, please, I look forward to reading your comments. Please share this video. And, uh, you know, if you're listening to the podcast, please share this with somebody that you know could benefit from this message. And that's collectively how we're going to, and that's, I talk about the fist a lot. And the fist right there, you know, that's strength, that's unity, that's power. An open hand, all individuals doing their own thing. Collectively together, a fist. That's strength, that's unity, that's power, that's justice, that's honor, and that's helping what I like to say, standing up for the rights of the weak and the innocent and those that can't stand up and fight for themselves. And, uh, oh, in closing, that reminds me of, if you're not following Tim Tebow, the Tim Tebow Foundation, he, uh, well, he's wonderful to begin with, but he's really, really been on, uh, uh, I hate to say a kick because that's, that just isn't powerful enough, but I guess good old kick, right? To, to wham! Or I should throw a kick there. But anyway, um, on, on human trafficking, He's really now devoting a lot of his time, attention, and funds toward human trafficking, which is just commendable. Um, I didn't know this personally until I started. I've been following Tim. Matter of fact, our monthly concession sales go to him every single month. Um, even during this pandemic, we've been giving to him. But last year, over 460,000 kids in America went missing. 
So human trafficking is a real thing, and it's a scary thing, and it's a dangerous thing. So uh, um, check out Tim. He does a lot of other amazing things, but he's really kind of on a, on a kick with that right now. All right, folks, I love you. God loves you. Please share that love with the world. And until we talk again, you get out there and do your best, and I promise you'll be your best, you'll become bullyproof because you're going to defeat that bully within, and you'll live your best kick in life. All right, everybody. God bless. Love you. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening to another life-changing episode of Grogan's Bullyproof. This is your bullyproof expert, Master Rich Grogan, reminding you to please share this podcast with someone who could benefit from this message. And please remember that five-star review to let others know that you're part of the Grogan's Bullyproof tribe. And until we talk again, remember, you have the power to overcome your fears and battle through your challenges to stand up to any bully you're facing, either real or in your mind. So get out there and do what you do best, and I promise you'll be your very best, and I promise you'll become bullyproof and live your best kick in life.